Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing no contact confusion. So before we get into the podcast, I just want to let you know about my website, dateme.tips. That's www.dateme.tips. Do you need help trying to save your crumbling relationship? Would you like advice on how to try and get your ex back? Or maybe you need an action plan on how to try and get a girlfriend or boyfriend. I provide email coaching on all of these subjects and can help your specific situation. Visit my website, dateme.tips, to find out more details. That's www.dateme.tips. You will also find on my site the books that I've written, my clothing range and other information. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast and today we are discussing no contact confusion. So every now and then someone I'm emailing allows me to share my advice in a podcast. I only do this with their permission and keep their identity secret. At this point, I just want to mention my weekly wingman service. I can be your wingman for the week, providing you with bespoke motivational encouragement. This can be to help with your love life, as well as ingraining a self-improvement mindset. The course begins with an audio call for us to speak, and then moves on to emails. For more details on this service, please click the link in the description. So today is a question that I received regarding the no contact rule and is about a short term relationship of less than six months. So for those of you who don't know, the no contact rule is an idea, a concept, uh, a system, you might say, that people suggest you implement if you've been dumped and want to try to get your ex back. There are many different versions of a no contact rule that you can find online and I believe that my version gives you the best possible chance of trying to get your ex back. So I suggest that you subscribe to my podcasts so that you can familiarise yourself with my version of the no contact rule. So going back to the question that I received, this as I said is about a relationship of less than six months. So it was a relationship that wasn't very long before it ended. It seems that insecure behaviour was the reason why the breakup happened and this type of insecure behaviour was also showcased after the breakup through begging and pleading. So from reading the email and from what I can understand, the relationship ended because the person who decided to end it could no longer take the insecure behaviour that was being showcased by their partner. And due to this behaviour, they ultimately decided to end the relationship. And once they ended the relationship, the dumpy continued to show this insecure behaviour, this kind of neediness, desperation, this low value behaviour, which the vast majority of dumpies show. Okay, everybody who has been dumped is going to feel extra insecure 
because the worst has happened. You know, everything you feared has actually happened. So it's very natural for you to be feeling very low, very unsure of yourself and showcasing behavior such as pleading, desperation, neediness, begging, all of these things which don't help our cause as dumpies. But if you are aware of this type of thing and you can try to show emotional self-control, then you will be in a better position to try to get your ex back. However, as I said, the vast majority of dumpies will showcase this, showcase this behaviour to varying degrees, hopefully not too much, because the more you show of this, the less likely your chance of being able to get your ex back. But, like I keep saying, everybody, or shall I say the vast majority of people, will show at least some of these things, okay? So if you've been dumped and you did a bit of begging, you did a bit of pleading, that doesn't necessarily mean you'll never get your ex back. I'm just saying that if you're able to show emotional self-control as early as possible, you increase your chances. So, in this particular situation... Friendship was offered by the dumper and this was accepted. But the dumpy realised that this wasn't what they wanted and they then implemented no contact. Now, I'm not entirely sure what version of no contact this person implemented, whether it was my version or somebody else's version, which may well have differed. But I was told that they implemented no contact. At this stage, the dumper became upset when it became apparent that the dumpy was no longer interested in a platonic friendship. So, okay, going over this bit again. So, the dumper offered friendship to the dumpy, and this was initially accepted. So, I would never advise you to do this as the dumpy, because the friendship route will never get you happiness. It is very unlikely to get your ex back via friendship. So that is why people often talk about the friend zone being a bad place to be, and it is true. If you are in the friend zone, you are very unlikely to be able to change this into a romantic relationship. So if you've been dumped and you want your ex back, you need to be honest with them and, you know, kind of make it clear that you want to rekindle the relationship. You're not looking for a platonic friendship. Because if you do, if you say, yeah, I'll be friends, that'll be fine, and deep down you're thinking, right, okay, I'll win them back, you are very unlikely to ever get to that point, plus you are going to feel double heartbreak. Because if your ex believes that you want to be platonic friends, so if the dumper believes that you actually want to be their friend and nothing more, then they will naturally think that when they find a new partner, a new boyfriend, a new girlfriend, that they can then talk to you about it because you're just a friend. They will honestly, genuinely believe you're just friends. So if they meet somebody else, if they get a new partner, get into a new relationship, they will discuss it with you as a friend. And if you're secretly thinking, I want to get them back, this is going to create double heartbreak. So it is really not worth doing. Okay, it's not going to help your cause. But this also doesn't mean you need to be horrible to your ex and rude. You know, you always need to be somebody who is polite, somebody who is respectful, somebody who acknowledges your ex if you bump into them. 
especially if you work with them or if you go to the same kind of club or group or class. You know, you have to be polite. You have to be respectful. You have to acknowledge them. I'm not saying be rude. I'm just saying that you want to kind of take this friendship just to the point of where you're at. You know, you don't want to be going overboard with a friendship. You don't want to be becoming best friends and going to each other's houses and texting each other all the time and seeing each other out of where you have to. All I'm saying is if you bump into them or you have to be around them, then of course, you know, you treat them as an acquaintance and you, you smile and you be polite and you be the type of person that somebody wants to spend time with because this could actually change the balance and it could make your ex miss you in the way you want them to. So it is very important that you don't accept friendship, but that doesn't mean be horrible to them. So in this instance, the dumpy did accept friendship. But then after a short while, I think it was a few weeks, they realised that this wasn't a good thing to do. So they then went into no contact. And this upset the dumper. So the reason I think this upset the dumper was because A, it shocked them that this had actually happened. But I think it was done in the wrong way, possibly. So if you've accepted friendship and then you just go straight into no contact, it would seem quite jarring, quite confusing for the dumper. I would always try to just kind of say my piece, save a situation. And, you know, whether that's in a message or whether it's, uh, you know, one on one when you're talking, just get it across and just say, look, I've decided I don't think that friendship is right for me. I, I, you know, I really like you still. I'd like to date you. I want to get back together. So I don't really feel comfortable just being platonic friends. If you ever want to talk again, just get in touch. Okay, if you say something like that, then you're making it clear to them that you don't want platonic friendship. But then you're saying, if you want to talk, get in touch. And since you've pre-cursed kind of with that, you know, you've already said to them, I don't want to be friends, and then you've said, get in touch if you want to talk, then that basically is making it clear to them that you want them to get in touch if you want to talk about improving what you've got and maybe trying to get back together and maybe dating again. You're making it obvious. You're saying, look, I don't want to be platonic friends, but if you ever want to talk, get in touch. And that is making it clear to them that if you want to take things in that direction, you are open to a conversation. And that is how I would suggest that you leave it. Because if you do it in a different way, if you're friends one minute and then you just kind of go off radar, that can be quite jarring, that can cause more hurt. It's possible that in this situation, the dumper was all of a sudden starting to realise what they might be missing. And that, in you know, in some respects is a good thing. We don't want to see anybody upset. Nobody wants to see somebody upset. But at the end of the day, you need to look after your own mental health. And if you can't handle being a friend with your ex because you're really trying to get them back, then you can't be friends with them because it's not healthy for you. And if that then upsets your ex, well, you know, at the end of the day, they can't have their cake and eat it. They can't say, I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but you've got to be my friend and put up with me dating other people. You know, that, that's not very kind on their behalf. So it's not entirely clear why the dumper was feeling upset. I, I don't know whether it was because it was just so shocking and jarring. They went from kind of best friends to just vanishing or whether it was to do with them realising that they was missing out and losing somebody important to them. I'm not entirely sure. As I said, we don't really want to see people upset, but you know, you need to look after your own mental health and you can't be expected to be best friends with somebody, best platonic friends with somebody, whilst they date somebody else if you're still in love with them. So you have to look after yourself in this instance. So 
after a few weeks, the dumper has been posting photos on social media looking happy. And the question I was asked was, the dumpy has asked me, did I do the right thing? And what do I do now? Have they already moved on? So I've already kind of answered some of this as we've been going on. And I think you've kind of got to the stage where you were basically doing the right thing, but I think you possibly kind of bungled your way through it, so to speak. And it probably wasn't the most concise way of getting from A to B. Um, so I think you've ultimately got to the right point, but it, it wasn't the smoothest way of getting there. Um, okay, the second part of that was, what do I do now? So all you can do now is work on yourself. You need to implement my version of no contact rule. So make sure you're listening to my podcasts and understanding my version of it. Because if you're using somebody else's version of a no contact rule, I don't know what that means. And there could be some things that I totally disagree with. In particular, if, you have, if you've ever heard of the 30-day no contact rule, which seems to be quite popular online, I'm definitely against that, okay? I do not believe in the 30-day no contact rule. My version of no contact is along the basis, but if you've been dumped, then you never contact your ex again unless they contact you first, okay? So I'm definitely against the 30-day no contact rule and other ones that you see online. There's a lot more to my version than what I've just said, but that is the basics. If you've been dumped, you never contact your ex again unless they contact you first. And then you need to go through self-improvement, you need to become a better person than you are right now. You know, tomorrow you want to be a better person than you are today. And you want to be a better person today than you were yesterday. You need to be always improving and becoming a version 2.0 of yourself. And then there are little ideas and concepts and hints and tips to try to really build the intrigue in your ex to the stage of when they want to reach out. And then you can try to rekindle things. So the final question that was asked was, have they already moved on? So it's important to go back to the start for this. Okay, so this relationship was less than six months in length. Okay, so it probably goes without saying that the shorter the relationship, then the easier it will be for your ex to move on. And that is because they have less history with you. They have less memories. They have less stuff to kind of hold it together in their mind, if you want to put it as, as kind of basic as that, you know. If you've been in a relationship for 15 years compared to somebody who's been in a relationship five or six months, you can imagine that it's going to be harder and, and, and a more difficult journey for the dumper to completely get the dumpy out of their system. If it's been a longer relationship and if it's a shorter relationship, that, I guess, is just common sense. So have they already moved on? Well, they were showcasing a lot of emotion only a few weeks ago. And now they're starting to post positive photos on social media. That doesn't mean they have moved on. You know, social media is great for people to try to showcase a side of themselves they want people to see. It's not necessarily the truth. So what I would say to you is you just need to be implementing my version of no contact rule. You need to be getting out there and mixing with new people. And at the end of the day, if your ex starts to miss you, they will contact you. And they, they should already know now that you're only looking for a romantic relationship. So they are likely to only contact you if they're now starting to think of you in that way. So you need to just be moving on with your life. And if you don't hear from your ex again, then you need to be improving yourself so you can find an even better connection. But if they do get back in touch, 
that is when you need to try to rekindle things with them and try to reconnect. It's not really that easy to say, have they officially moved on? You know, it's probably unlikely that they've moved on so quickly. However, with your relationship not being the longest, you're not going to have the depth of feeling in their mind compared to somebody who's been in a 10 or 15 year relationship. So it's hard to say, okay? I would also like to add that the person who has sent me this email, you know, they're relatively, relatively young, they're under 21 years of age, and so is their ex. And when you're in this kind of bracket, when you're in your late teens, you are at a stage of a lot of change in your life. You know, this point in your life consists of a lot of change and a lot of different mindsets, but come in and out. You're deciding what you want to be when you kind of go into employment and what your next steps in life are going to be. And because of all of this change, it does make things a little bit harder to stick in regards to relationships. That is why relationships that start in their teens are less likely to last long term. It doesn't mean they won't, and sometimes they do. But we don't really know where we're going in life at that stage. You know, you might be going to different parts of the country to do different education. You might be doing vastly different jobs. You are kind of learning who you're going to become and what you want to do. And so relationships do kind of dip in and out at this stage a lot more than when we are older. So that will have a part to play as well. So just try to, if you're listening to this podcast, and I'm, I'm assuming you are after the email you sent and, and my response to you, I would just say, just try to concentrate on your own life. You know, push forward, make sure you're mixing with your friends and new people, go through self-improvement and don't really worry on and considering whether your ex has moved on or not. Because if they start to miss you to the stage of where they want to spend time with you, they will reach out. And the best way for you to create that is to become a better version of yourself and a higher value version of yourself. Someone who is emotionally stable, positive, happy, carefree, and fun. Make sure if you ever see your ex in person, you're respectful, but I do not advise becoming their best platonic friend again if you want to be in a relationship with them because you will just feel doubly hurt and doubly heartbroken if they start to discuss their dating life. So I hope everybody's enjoyed today's podcast, in particular the person who wrote the email and said I could share this story with everyone. And I hope you can maybe draw your own connections to this within your own life. Make sure you always remember that with or without your ex, you will have a positive future. Yeah, if you miss your ex, we can help with that. Help you get him back. Or we can help find you someone else. Yeah, yeah. Vincent Bo, the relationship coach. Uh, giving you some insight, bringing you a new approach. Dateme.tips. Go and check the site. Uh, giving you advice, helping with your love life. Get your ex back or move to the next. Ain't no sweat. You know Vincent Bo got you. Finding love ain't no problem. Yeah, dateme.tips. Check it out now.